Last time on Knights of the Rolled Table, the party teleported to Shimmercross on Velocia Island to find an Aarakocra monk named Kali. And after unlocking some wild magic and almost floating away, they found him. Having lost his memory, Kali wasn't able to provide much guidance to what he was sent to find, but did lead the others to a mountain peak temple. They encountered a complex series of locks and a door, behind which lay the mystery of Shimmercross Mountain. Six of you are in front of this multi-stage lock, um, each with the mouth of a lion. What would you like to do? Well, darling, I'm, I'm a little worried. It might be a little more complicated than that. Uh, allow me to just take a closer look. I'd like to inspect uh, whatever lion is in front of me. Sure. Um, there's They're horizontally arranged. The There is a sort of lion with its eyes closed, which is on the very right, uh, that looks the tamest of the three. Um, The middle one is snarling its teeth. It still has its mouth open, but its eyes are kind of uh, flexed open a little bit. And then the third one, which is on the very left, uh, is snarling and vicious, and its mane is kind of crazy looking, and um, it's, it's the most vicious ever. So you're saying that's the one that looks the coolest? Depending on on what's cool, I guess. I mean, I know what I would do, which is probably going to get us all killed. So Deidre will go to the one that has its eyes closed, that looks super calm, and um, I want to very cautiously, first I want to like check and see if there's any traps, okay. and then see if I can deduce anything once I'm sure the coast is clear. Yeah, give me an investigation check. Okay. 28. That was a nat 20, baby. Yeah! Alright. With a 28, a natural 20, you inspect the heck out of this door and there are no traps. It's, in fact, it seems like it's a multi-stage lock um, from what you can tell and you can see underneath the door there are three um what looks like metal pillars and they're each vertically connected to one of where this lion sort of vertically line up so you get the sense that um each one of them has to be deactivated for the door to open in it i'll say with a natural 20 you also um get the sense from having picked some locks before for fun and also like maybe for one or two jobs in your past that um, typically it's done in a certain order and because of the way that the lions are arranged you think from right to left from tamest lion to fiercest lion is probably the way to go this looks like the kind of lock that I might be able to pick Yeah. with my thieves tools I will have a go at it then alright so uh, starting with the closed eyed lion lock on the right. Give me a sleight of hand check. Would anyone like to assist in some way? 
I can my owl help? I don't know. Can it? <laughs> it, can. Uh, it can take the help action, but I don't know how logically that you, would apply to lock. You can just like hold up a lantern. <laughs> is all you need to do. Yeah. And I'll go stand near her in case something terrible happens and she needs to save so that she's... Okay. I'll produce flame as a lantern right wherever I need to add some light and not light right. anything on fire. Hey, ooh, look at her go. Igneous holds up a, holds up a light. Um, so roll slide of hand and I'll give you advantage. 24. 24. You put in your lockpick tools. You, you feel the lion's mouth uh, around um, open up even wider. It goes... And you hear the kind of pistons and, and gears turning. Uh, what seems like a release has gone off. Well, I'm not entirely sure, but I believe that's promising. And I'm going to make my way over to this one next. And I'll go right. over to the one that's kind of half and half. Yep. I still want to investigate for traps. Sure. Give me an investigation check. Look at her go. 27. Uh, this, is, this is my one parlor trick, you guys. I got no spells. I made this room for you. Oh, no. Geez. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> uh, so 27, you, you inspect this door thoroughly. A second pass is, is just as good as the first one. There are no traps. Woo. Okay, I'm going to try and unlock that one. Can I get some light over here, Igneous? Would anyone else like to assist in some way? You guys just want to let me go uh, on my own? Well, is there anything we could do to help you, Deidre? I just, a little bit of light, and uh, if somebody could hold uh, these extra tools, uh, the timing of this, most people think that uh, lock picking is, is just a matter of finding the right combination, but th there's a little bit of a dance to it. I'll hold some tools, and then I'll also take the... Uh the novelty handkerchief that I have of enjoy the Knights of the Roman, I'll mop her forehead if she gets any sweat. <laughs> okay. You, you feel you feel clean and calmed and uh, and you have an assistant um, because I'm not going to say that the light will help you every time, but there's a new thing that helps you. So you, you feel, you know, like, like they have your back. Uh, so you also have advantage on this roll as well. Give me a sleight of hand check. Okay. Uh, 16 and 27. 27. A little trickier this time. You have to uh, put in the, the second tool and a little twist, and you don't find it at first, but after a couple of seconds, faster than what you thought possible, you give a little turn and a twist, and you hear a click, and then the lion's head... Uh, I'm noticing a little bit of a, a theme here, and she's gonna fish into her bag and pull out her elixir of Dagani and swig What's that. that do? That gives me a plus D4 to any skill check for one hour. Okay. I should have done that earlier, but <laughs> I didn't know what I was getting into, and I sure. kind of forgot I had it. All right, so um, go ahead. R.I.P. Dagani. You make you make your way to the third lock. When I see Deidre um, drink the potion, very... I take out my flask from my belt and I go, oh, I'll drink with you. <laughs> That's okay. Callie it's, takes it's, a swing. He gets power from it. Hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm going to investigate again because I don't trust anybody. 
Okay. That's going to be a 22. Uh, 22. Your nerves are getting the best of you right now. And, and with even though people are helping you out, you're, you're not as sure this time. It looks safe. But it's, it's also harder to tell. And, and, and in your experience, the last lock is often the trickiest or the trappiest. Um, I'm going to kind of stand back and I'm going to take one of my crossbow bolts out of my bag and I'm going to just like yeet it at the lock <laughs> to see if I can trip it without hurting myself. You're going to throw it in the lock? Yeah, like, you know, just like, yeet. Oh, okay, make an attack this. roll. Oh, this is great. <laughs> well, it's not like a full, like, attack. It's just... Okay. Well, yeah, I'm just, just okay. for for flavor, you know. Um, 25. Okay. Crossbow bolts gets kind of yanked at the, uh, or thrown, a, tossed at the lion's head. It goes right in. Ding, 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 kind of lands on the floor. Nothing happens. All right, then I'm gonna go and I'm gonna. Uh, I'm feeling a little nervous about this one. Um, if if I could uh, have someone watching my back and be prepared to yank me if anything bad should happen, I would really appreciate that. I'll also stand there with my shield and like if we have any sense that something bad's gonna happen, I'll put it between her and the door. Oh, and then you gotta pet Rebecca for good luck. I will pet Rebecca for good luck. Okay, so you give two her two pets and two pats. Two and pets her wool, and two pats. her wool helps absorb some of the sweat off of my fingers. <laughs> it's as you pat Rebecca, and you haven't done this yet, I don't think. Um, it's got this sort of steel mesh kind of um, consistency. It's not soft. It's it's sort of like. Um, like a, like a wire mesh uh, of, of metallic thing. But as you do this, you feel this kind of rejuvenation coursing through you. And uh, with this roll, in addition to the D4 from the elixir, you get um, plus five. Oh, snap. Added to your roll. Okay, then let's... Do I have advantage or no? Um, I'll say with, with this one... Um, you don't have advantage, but you do have those bonuses. You okay. have a you have a D four plus five. All right, Let's throw all the models here. Oof. So that was an eleven plus five is going to be sixteen plus that D four is going to be an eighteen. Okay. Uh, as sweat uh, is overtaking your palms. You, you stop for a second and take off your gloves so you can get that extra grip on there. You're twisting and you have to kind of reposition one of your fingers. Your pinky cramps up for a second and you're just like uh, uh, and you feel she like... She starts the... humming for Delise to herself. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, and you feel like the tension on one of the picks is going to break and just as you sense that um that that rotation happening you you correct yourself uh push it even further find the right um the right groove and then you twist the lock you needed a 17. and then you hear the door 
and it starts to open, rotating on the center axis. It actually rotates right from the center, leaving two openings on either side of the door. Your way is open. Well done, Deidre. Well, uh, never let it be said that I was but a common thief. And Deidre, you have uh, inspiration. I would never let anyone say that. All right, uh, but I'm not going in first because I'm not stupid. Uh, Yeti! Why don't you go in first? Yeti goes in first and everybody else kind of... Does everybody else follow? Yeah. Yes. All right. You guys make your way into this next room. It's a carved cavern. The walls are a little rougher than the previous room. It's about 40 feet in in width and, and depth and this room has a wooden door it's a it's a wider door than the previous blue door that that you saw before there is uh, four carved wooden faces in this door they're not lions but they're goblins and they're about two feet apart and four feet high from the floor and one of them has its eyes wide open looking slack jawed. It's like slack jawed and eyes are just big and bulging, you know. Uh, the second is facing sideways and you can see a profile carved of this goblin with its ear sticking out. And the third has its head turned up with his eyes closed and its nose sticking up in the air. And the fourth has its eyes closed with its mouth wide open and tongue sticking out. Well, they seem fun. Are there, uh, so the last ones, the lions have keyholes in their mouth. Are there any keyholes there or is it just open mouthed goblin folk? Give me an investigation check. Okay. 17. 17. The, the, the goblins on this door, which is now stone it's a it's an orange stone rock and the goblins are carved into or from they seem to be all kind of connected uh they're carved from the door or into the door and they're made out of stone as well there's no keyhole that you can see i thought you'd said that the door was wood it's, it's actually stone okay <laughs> <laughs> it looked wooden but now it's actually stone <laughs> you've seen through my ruse no solved my to... puzzle just wanted to make sure I understood. Yeah. Um, if the if I go up to one of the goblins, you said there was a goblin in profile. Was is it all the way in profile, or is it kind of at an angle from the door? It's 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 all the way in profile. It's just kind of it's almost like looking at the one with its eyes wide open, kind of judgingly. Like, mm. okay. if I go to the one that's looking up, and I look up where its eye line would be, do I see anything there? Or you're following it? Yeah, I like I like go up to the door. Like I'm, I'm looking, I'm making eye contact with it first, and then I look down where its eyes should be. Then I turn so I'm matching its angle, <laughs> and then I'm looking up where the eyes would be looking in the room. Uh, I'll, I'll say perception or investigation, whatever you if you if you're looking for that exact spot, or if you're just looking for the general area, you can give me perception. Ooh. That's a poopy roll. Um, I did perception. It's 13. It's about 40 feet high. Um, 
it's kind of hard to see. There might be a spider up on the ceiling. Oh, we should interrogate that spider. <laughs> okay, I can speak oh, with animals, so... Uh, but uh, I don't think a little spider is going to have much to say. Well, we had good luck talking to that other spider. Well, yes, but they were bigger, more intelligent. This is just a regular one. Theo, you look up and there is no spider. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Okay. Um, Kali, maybe you need to cool it on your uh, drink there. Mm. Mm. You might be seeing That's things. That's something to think about, certainly. Yes. <laughs> Igneous tries to make all the same faces as the goblins. Kind of get okay, in their already... space, <clears throat> like like in front of them. Yeah. Okay, so Igneous goes up and goes like he like opens his mouth, opens his eyes, and he <laughs> kind of leans in. Um, give me a performance check. Uh-huh. Uh, performance twelve. Hmm. Very impressive, and <laughs> and and uh, Igneous is making all these faces, and you know, all of you are like, "Oh yeah, maybe he's onto something." Uh, he finishes with the last one. No effect. What if we, if four of us each make one of the faces? Hmm. Oh, all right. I hate it, but I'll do it. I'll do. I'll I'll do the looking up one. I like this. I like this fellow. Okay, Melvin will take the profile. I'll take the one with the nose up. No, that's the one. That, that, that was the one that Kali has. Oh. What was the other one? The one with the tongue out? There's a tongue out, and then there's a bulging eyes. <clears throat> uh, I'll do the bulging eyes. Okay. So you're each making that face? And then Igneous tries to take a picture, but he realized that technology doesn't exist. So he thinks about doing a minor illusion of them making the faces, and then he realized maybe not with the magic thing. So he just does a mental image of it. It's pretty funny. Which one are you in front of? Oh, you, you didn't actually no, do No, I'm just taking in the sea. You're just looking. Okay. So three of us are waiting so until a fourth one does something. Oh, uh, <laughs> Uh, I guess I'll do the last one and I'll try and make that face. Okay. Um, what do you do? You're in front of the bulging eyes one. I no, am. That's Jen. Oh, that's right. Okay. So, Deidre, what do you do in front of that one? She stands up and stares it straight on and does her best, like, bulging eyes, like, and tries to mirror the face as best as she can. Okay. No effect. Uh, I would like to do what Kali did, where uh, try to look at the ceiling, but I want to do that where the bulging eye one is. Like, look where the bulging eye one is looking. Okay. So you go to the the first one, and you turn around, look at kind of the opposite wall. Um, Do you want to get closer to the wall? Sure. Okay. You get close to the wall, and uh, you see a a small carving. Um, As you get closer, you kind of approach, and you see what looks like, you think it's a teardrop at first, but then you get closer, and it's 
it's sort of a, a carving of, of a flame. Aha. Um, I'm going to point that out to everyone, but say, specifically to Igneous. Say, oh, uh, perhaps you could show that one a flame. The bulging eye uh, all right. Um, I'll produce flame in my hand. I'll produce flame actually on the picture of the flame, the like cliff that he found. Okay. And then if that doesn't do anything, like track that back towards the face of the goblin that was looking at it. Okay. You produce flame on the glyph. Nothing seems to happen from the goblins. So as you you get close and about a foot in front of the goblin, you have this flame in your hand and you see the goblin with its eyes open go and it kind of blinks and um, above it, there's this little circle in it and it lights up in the same way that the, the runes as you were walking in kind of lit up with this kind of green phosphorescent glow. And right above it, the circle goes... Did a thing. Aha, everyone look for more glyphs. Igneous will hold the flame up to the other goblins. See what happens. Nothing happens. I, w- I would like to try to find additional glyphs. Okay, where the make, other an, ones are looking. make an investigation check. How high up is that circle? Uh, it's right above the goblin's head, so it's about five feet from the oh. ground. Uh, 23 on my investigation check. 23. Uh, you spend a good 10 minutes looking around um, using the flame, using light. Um, it can't really find any other glyphs. Hmm. Uh, why don't we try looking inside? And Yenny goes to peek inside the mouth of the uh, the goblin with the open mouth. Okay. What do you want to... What are you looking for? See if there's any glyphs in there. There doesn't seem to be any glyphs in that mouth. Mm. It's just going. Hello. Pull its tongue. Yeah, I <laughs> pull the tongue real quick. I <laughs> uh, pulled the tongue. Nothing happened. Aww. If I worked on this one, you want to try like uh, water and air and and yeah, d- uh, water. He seems thirsty. Who's got water? Well, I have some. Uh, well, I take my flask. <laughs> and I, I like, I, uh, I put a little into my hand, like, just like cup some, and then I put it up to the tongue. Uh, so are you holding it like underneath, or are you? Yeah, I'm holding it underneath, but I, I'm letting it touch like the tongue, like the tongue's out. Okay. So the tongue. As soon as, as soon as the uh, your your liquid in your hands touches the tongue, makes contact. This little you you see the tongue, it sort of it sort of gets pulled up on the surface of the tongue and then almost like a surface sponge it just seeps in and absorbs into the tongue and another round phosphorescent circle lights up above the tongue goblin. So the other ones are one is looking up with its nose in the air, and the other one, one has got its, its ear towards us. 
not quite. I mean, its its eyes are kind of half closed. It's looking up, but its nose is up in the air with nostrils flared. And the other one has its ear out. I want to go breathe on the face of the one with its nose up in the air. You're going to breathe? Just go. Uh, you see, as you do that, you see the glyph, uh, the circle kind of faintly glow and then go away. Hold on. I think I got it here. Now, hold on. And uh, Theo goes in his bag and he uh, he pulls out uh, one of his uh, wheels of cheese and he uh, undoes it from the cloth and he uh, holds it up under uh, the one of the nose. The nostrils flare. Yes. And then the glyph lights up. <laughs> and then Melvin is going to yell into the ear of the other one. Of the last one. What do you hey, know? open up! And then the one with the ear, it kind of it does that cartoon thing where the ear kind of goes, dun, 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 sort of like pulses <laughs> a little bit. And the glyph lights up um, with the auditory sound. And as the four round glyphs are lit above the goblins' heads, uh, the doors, a, a seam that you didn't see because it was so small, uh, opens up and splits the door in half and you hear the stone goes and it, and it opens up to another room. Hey! What's this room look like? Uh, I'll, I'll go in. Okay, so you head in. Um, it's, it's lit again by that sort of faint phosphorescent glow. This room is a 50-foot diameter round room. In the center is a single marble podium. And lining the perimeter of this room are small, seven-foot-tall alcoves, most of which are empty, but there's about seven that are filled with marble-white statues. Uh, Some of the statues are missing some limbs. Some look very old. Some look newer. One of them is completely crumbled to the feet. Are any of them intact? One of them is intact, yeah. The statue. It looks like a tiefling uh, with, uh, with a javelin of some kind. Um, there's a... There's some sort of instrument on its back, like perhaps a lute or a guitar of some kind. And his hand is reaching out. How how big are these statues? Life size, humanoid size. Okay, so they they they're not light then. Oh, they're they're he- they look like heavy statues. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If you want to check one out, you can. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna see if I can lift up the tiefling statue that's intact. You're going to try to lift up the statue? Yeah, let's see if I can move it towards the pedestal. Okay. If if it moves at all. It's like moving a boulder. There is no movement at all. But its hand is up? I mean, its hand is up. Almost like it was in the midst of saying something or singing something. In the middle of the room, above this podium, you start noticing a 
a, a faint fog and then a glow starts to swirl around and then you hear this and a floating spectral head shimmering in different colors of a uh, a humanoid male uh, with rough rough hewn hair and two horns that are kind of sticking out but not like the tiefling that you just saw Melbourne this is more like little tiny nub horns and uh, can I have everybody make a history check I'm actually quite good at history Oh, two. But I rolled a three, so that's an eleven. <laughs> I, ro- I rolled a two, so I got oh, a five. But I get a plus D four, because it's been less than an hour, right? Yep. Yep. Natural one. <laughs> okay. Uh, we got a one, a two, and a three. A hey, 14. we're doing great. <laughs> Fourteen, okay. Kali, it's a head. This is a head. Oh. Oh, look at that look how big this room is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've seen floating heads before. It's nothing unusual. <laughs> Anybody else? That head, that head is not attached to me. <laughs> My 14 Thir- didn't do anything. 13. Five. Not, Ig- nine. Nine. Igneous? I had a two. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, so 14. Um, Deidre, in your studies and... and um, in grammar school and um, and some of the studies in when you studied the fantasy realms of, of other other planes, um, you 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 recognize this creature. You can't quite remember. You think it might be called a fawn, but it it, it looks fawnish. Um, you're having trouble remembering which realm it might have been. Uh, maybe something from the plane of air or. Or maybe the Shadowfell or the Feywild. You can't quite place your finger where it's from, but something, something, something fantastical. Not of this, not of this realm. I will convey that to the team. Everything that I recall. I think it's a so, so, of some sort. And as you do that, uh, it sort of blinks into existence, and it says, "Approach, relic seekers, one at a time." But listen and heed my ominous rhyme. Answer three questions correct and ye win. Answer one wrong and you end up like him. And he looks over at the tiefling statue. <laughs> oh, rhy- rhyming. Rhyming's never good. Rhyming. Rhyming always leads down dangerous paths. This sounds troubling. Oh, everybody loves a riddle challenge. Does everyone have to do this? The fawn head kind of looks down at the podium like... Huh? Huh? Oh. <laughs> Melbin, you're the bravest. Why don't you step up? <laughs> I, I agree, actually. But uh, I'm wondering if... Ah, screw it. Let's just do that. I, I'm not going to game theory of this. Let's just... Uh, uh, Melbourne will go first. Let's see what happens. All right. A game theory. Melbourne approaches <laughs> oh, the statue. Right. As he approaches the statue and, and uh, the, the fawn head disappears and it reappears in front of you and above you, this, this beam of light <laughs> kind of floats above you 
and you're standing at this podium, this marble podium, and the, the fawn head is in front of you, and it reappears, and it says, I have a golden tail and a golden head. What am I? Oh, you are a gold coin. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. Can can we hear it? Like when 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 yeah, Melvin's yeah. up there, can yeah. the rest of us hear? Okay, cool. you can you can. Oh, he got uneasy. He got uneasy. <laughs> yeah, that one was pretty easy. That's good. That's good. I don't get it. And then and then it kind of disappears, <laughs> and the light goes away. I guess someone else's turn, and then. As you walk away from the podium, the, the fawn head appears above the podium and it kind of looks at the rest of you like. <laughs> All right, I think this is uh, only uh, going to get worse. Uh, Deidre will step forward. Okay. They may get harder, they may get more difficult. All right, Deidre steps forward. Same kind of thing happens. The light shines down, the, the fawn head appears is, is above. Is this like you. Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Where it's like, dun dun dun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, So the fawn head pops up and he goes, I'm a room you cannot enter. What am I? Uh, Do uh, an ask the audience. Can I like to phone a friend? I'm a room you cannot enter. What am I? Can, Can we... Mm. <laughs> I'm too stupid. I, I, I want to yell out the answer. Uh, I mean, you all hear it. Uh, Melbourne is going to whisper. Mushroom. Mushroom. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, fungi. Uh, ma- mushroom. And he says, <sighs> That is correct. But you cheated. Uh, you didn't specify that I had to be the first one to say the answer, so therefore you... And wouldn't. he looks over at Melbourne and says, You cheated. And blinks. Melbourne, your left arm turns to stone. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, How, what position is it in when you turn to stone? I was like this, so it's probably stuck. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I was whispering with both hands near my mouth, and so my left yeah. arm is going to be stuck. So in a, in a bent arm with a cupped hand, and it's like, oh. <laughs> My shield is just like still no on more that arm. cheating. <laughs> oh, I get it. And the light goes away. The head goes away. <laughs> oh, this is this is gonna go real bad. Because you can't get inside. Have I mentioned mushroom. that I don't like this island? <laughs> All right. Well, I'm, it, I'm getting off the. Pedestal. Yeah, that's new. I've never seen that before. As Deidre walks away, you might not get you. The head comes up and it starts looking at the rest of you and he goes. <laughs> 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 There's a bit of a Max Hedrum sort of like lag, you know. It's, it kind of like <laughs> it kind of jumps around a bit. Oh, I don't like this creature at all. Uh, I'll step up and go next. Okay, I'll, I'll do your riddles. <sighs> One always falls, but never breaks. One always breaks, but never falls. What are they? Okay, one one falls, but never breaks. Another way that you might say that something falls is that uh, it might be like a waterfall, 
um, it could break well water could break on the ocean but it won't fall uh, let's see could it be uh, like a wave a wave of water and I'm just kind of look at everybody else and like my okay well all right hmm one always falls but never breaks one always breaks but never falls what are they I think I know the first hello darkness my old friend is it uh I don't know that's my guess uh is it um could it be related to seasons <laughs> Like, uh, I can't tell you. Theo, oh, okay. Theo, I think it's. Well, don't, don't I tell. I think don't. it's two different things. <laughs> it's not the same thing. It's two. And the the head kind of looks over to you, and he was like, <laughs> "You're correct. I'm not. I'm gonna give you that one. That's fine. It's not technically cheating because you're, you're clarifying. That's fine. One." She's when right. the head looks, when the head looks back at Theo, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like stretch my arms and my wings unfurl, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> 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 oh, and I'm like, like trying my best to like articulate some of the 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 feathers and be like, <laughs> I'm gonna use. The message ability on the knights symbols and see if I can talk to Kelly. Like, you know how to do this? And also see if I get struck by lightning or something when I try that. It does go through. Kelly, you hear a voice in your head from Igneous. I like look, I look over at Igneous. You see your, you see, you feel and see your, your knights emblem, um, insignia kind of shine a little bit my arms are up so i see it light up and i'm like oh it's like your phone going off <laughs> yeah you kind of hear this you, like you kind of hear like a muffled voice in in the back of your head but but you're like look over at igneous he's kind of looking at you and i, go, I just yes, like message this like is Callie. how can i help you <laughs> it's theo oh oh yes um I'll like look like try to focus uh at theo and and just I, I think the, the first one's a feather. He doesn't hear you because you're not pl- placing, uh, you <laughs> haven't communicated Ooh. in the way that. Um, so, this. I'm touching it. <laughs> oh, you are. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, when you. Right. You, yeah. You, you touch on the uh, insignia, and then Theo, you hear in your head Kali. And what does Kali say? It's a first, the first one's a feather, I believe. Falls, fall, feather fall, and it never breaks. Okay. Uh, very <laughs> good. Okay. Um, All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Very good. Uh, yeah. Um. I think. Uh, I think is I know it, what it is. Um, All right. <laughs> I got a guess. <laughs> okay. I've got a guess. I'm gonna say that it's um, it's a feather. And a sweat. Oh wait, no, I changed my answer. Hold on. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, that's wrong. And he blinks. Oh. And Theo disappears. Uh oh. 
And no, Master Theo! To your left, in one of the empty alcoves, there is a flash of light, and Theo is now his stone. No! Rebecca, Rebecca, who's next to Melbourne as a trusted companion, goes, Ma! 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 I agree, it is bad. The head comes back and goes, Who's n- n- next? <laughs> oh. I think that last one. I feel like Waterfall and Wave made sense. Uh, is it, it going to be a different one, or do we get like uh, multiple choice on, the, <laughs> on that last one? Who's next? Uh, I thought it was day and night. That's what Ugh. I said. I'll do it. Yeah, he goes oh, up. Oh, God. Lord. Give me your thinking <laughs> words. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So Yenny gets under, the, gets up to the podium. The podium actually lowers down a little bit. It's very <laughs> And And uh, the head pops up in front of you and he goes, One always falls, but never breaks. One always breaks, but never falls. What are they? I turn around to everyone else. It's the same one! <laughs> yes, but you can't get it wrong. Don't get it wrong again. Cause... Did Deidre say out loud what she thought it was? or? Well, technically, Melvin said it first. Yeah, Mel- Melvin said it out loud when that when when that was over. Good thing Yenny was listening. <laughs> Igneous, oh, no. Igneous will message Yenny and say, it's day and night. <laughs> Melvin says it's day and night, but like, it's your petrification, so you do you. Like, day, night falls, oh. and day breaks. Oh. That's pretty good. Igneous out. <laughs> Wait a minute. Say it again. Stupid floaty head. One always falls, but never breaks. One always breaks, but never falls. What are they? Make sure you say them in the right order. <laughs> Wouldn't want to slip up. Oh no. Yenny's gonna roll for it. <laughs> okay. Wait, what? No. <laughs> uh, you, you want me to? You want me to pick what you're rolling? Uh yeah, go ahead. Uh, make make a straight up intelligence check. Okay. Right down the middle, straight ten. Oh mm-hmm. no. Okay, it's average. Um, Yenny is ten years so... older, so there may be more wisdom. Oh, <laughs> yeah. maybe, but not intelligence. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um. Uh. Yeah. Uh. So. You heard Igneous say day and night, but that seems right, but you like to be different, so you're going to say night and day. Sounds good. Night and day, baby. <sighs> That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Chaos. Succeed. I am so smart. <laughs> I am so smart. S-M-R-T. With that... The the head um, kind of looks behind you and goes, go on, and then it disappears. And then you Wait. hear, you, you kind of feel this, you feel uh, these stone doors um, kind of slatted in between each other, and they open up. Oh. 
And How did we get Master Theo back and my arm? But mostly Theo. Uh, the head pops up again and it goes, Hello, would you like to play again? Uh, <laughs> for what are the stakes? <laughs> I'll ask you another riddle. And if you get it correct, I'll unstone your friend and your arm. But if you get it wrong, you both become stone. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good odds. <sighs> Melvin would do this. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, ask away. <laughs> Come to the podium, please. Uh, he walks up. <laughs> the head appears in front of you. He goes, Cook, cook, I don't know that didn't get enough, could you? <laughs> I don't know that I would do this, but Melvin absolutely sure, would. Sure, <laughs> sure. <clears throat> we always come in two and stand together, but one is useless without the other. What are we? I know what I'm thinking Melvin. it is, but I don't think it makes sense in D&D lore. Melvin looks wildly around at everybody else. I'm going to touch my tattoo and just message... Uh, possibly chopsticks? Um, this, are chopsticks a thing in D&D? <laughs> like, I mean, there has to be, like, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's probably a thing, but but then you think about it, Deidre, and, you, and you're like, they don't really stand. That's fair. I'm just going to say, you, you sort of s stop yourself. You're like, mm. Thank you for that. You're very kind. Very kind of you. But, I, have an, I have an idea, but I but, really but don't as think you're, it's But as right you're answer. thinking chopsticks, you're like, oh, well, you know, it's something that comes in, in a pair. It's a, it's a pair. You, you get the sense, like, it comes in two. It's a pair. A can pair I, of... Hmm. Can I message everyone else without speaking out loud from where I am? It's, it's telepathic. Uh, so, yes. I'm thinking bookends? <laughs> no, darling. No. <laughs> Clock's ticking. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. I'm just kidding. There's no clock. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. Uh, just Unless you'd like one. No, thank you. My name's Peep, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well get some backstory while we're waiting. <laughs> How long have you been here, Peep? <laughs> and it turns over to you. You keep thinking. For a long time. Oh, really? That sounds rough. Uh, but, uh, you must get bored up in here. Do you come up with these riddles yourself? I have no memory. Oh. oh. All right. <laughs> so you might have. So how do you know the answer's right? Hey, listen, Peep, just <laughs> between you and me, you don't have to tell these other people, uh, what's the answer of this one? I can't tell you that. You literally can't, or like, do you don't want to? I am the guardian of this right, room. I get that. <laughs> I do like shiny things, though. Do you have any shinies? Uh, yes, yes, I do. Um, uh, oh, I have uh, pull out like a silver coin. All right, look at this. Huh? That's shiny. Do you, do you remember the Do you remember the last time someone came through here and answered one of your riddles? Oh yes. Were they successful, or was that the last 
Oh, that chap over there. And he points to the, the he points to the tiefling, and he says, "Got quite far, but but couldn't get the last question." Oh. Will you unfreeze oh. them if we get this one right? No. And we'll have another person in our party. You can't. Oh, you're, you're a statue. A, you're a statue. <laughs> I'm asking for the party. Stand in two. Is it they? One more time. They come. We always two. come in. We always come in two and stand together. But one is useless without the other. It's what that last we? part that's throwing me off the most. <laughs> what? What? What's so, your? What's your most likely other answer? Literally, I have no other answer other than bookends right okay. now. <laughs> okay. That's the only thing occurring to me, and that's probably what I'm going to end up saying because I don't want to take all night doing this. But sure. uh, just give me a minute. You know, is there, there something with like a, a structural element? Like a table? <laughs> Tables definitely. <laughs> a two-legged two table. Or, or have yeah, four. Yeah. A two-legged no. table, and it's yeah, definitely a two-legged table. <laughs> yeah. Leg, right? Legs are the other thing. Um, but it, well, legs is pretty. Like, but legs. you can that's have one leg. And it's not useless. Yeah. That's why I don't. Well, that's why again the last part's throwing me off. What about pants? You know. <laughs> oh yeah, one a pant pants? is one pretty pants bad. Bad. But that one. I like pants, that baby. <laughs> <laughs> pants normally stand. Like, unless you wow. just really haven't if watched them. If you start them, <laughs> you start them enough. All right, it's it's not a great riddle. I didn't think. <laughs> Because pants is the other solution, right? Let's, let's not let's not eat it up too much. But so I'm gonna touch my tattoo and I'm gonna say, boots. <sighs> Melvin will say, "Is it boots?" <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But technically, job, you can still wear one shoe. And do you don't hassle the riddle spirit, Deidre. No, he has the opportunity and, and to... We've got a good thing going. Says, but they're useless without each other. You could still that wear one true. shoe. You could do You'd be all lopsided, Deidre. You don't want you to don't wanna, You don't want to go outside with fashion forward to just wear one boot. You could sell a single boot. forward at all. Or I knew a pirate As this is happening, a flash of light and Theo flashes, and then you see Theo come back to life. And Melbourne, your arm unstones itself. Clunk. <laughs> oh. So uh, was I right or? <laughs> <laughs> and then the head of of Peep, uh, the the fawn, goes away, and the, and and the door is open to you to what looks like a very large next room. The rooms keep getting bigger. Uh, Melbourne is gonna run over and hug and like pick up hug Theo. <laughs> Master Whoa, Theo. Hey. Master Theo. You're alive again! Well, of course. I, I don't know how I got over here. And then, like, the deepest bow ever to Deidre. Well, I owe you. But he's going to be trying to be somewhat coy about it, since he doesn't want to give away to the floating head that she just gave him the answer. Oh, darling, it was a stupid riddle. Anyways, let's move forward. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, Chris, it was it was a lovely riddle. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to give <laughs> to the. <laughs> You've done an excellent job. <laughs> I made a I made a room for you. you did. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much. D- 
Deidre, Deidre looks around the room for a suggestion. <laughs> like, uh, excuse me. I'd like to talk to the temple manager, please. I wish to speak right, to the middle right. master. Let's move things along. All right, so you move into right. the next room. Uh, General a D100, no reason. <laughs> Roll 4D6 six times. Drop the lowest. Oh, no. <laughs> so you go into a room, and it's large and triangular with tiered levels like an amphitheater for giants. It has about seven steps down. And each step is about like four feet of a drop. And at the lowest level, about seven steps down, there are two eight foot tall stone spires sticking out from the ground. The single light source is a very bright and it kind of lights up the whole room uh, from the source is a horizontal beam of energy is the best way to describe it. It's, it's like this light, but it's more like a crackling energy. And suspended in the middle of it is a floating object, a floating mound of what looks like earth or stone. It's kind of hard to tell from this far away. Did you say, sorry, did you say that the beam is between the two stone spires? Correct. Okay. And it's whole, it's sort of connected and in the middle of it is this thing. Uh, on the on the outside of the room of, of the triangle um, kind of, or one, one of the tips, and there's one on to your left and right, and then there's one down in the center, uh, are four large, uh, about 16, seven feet, t- feet tall trees that are, that are growing out of the ground. And you see that the steps, even though they're made of stone, the trees kind of are rooting themselves into this, into the, to the earth. One tree has red leaves, one tree has green leaves, one tree has uh, yellow leaves, and one tree has purple leaves. And I'm going to have everybody make a, uh, a history check. <clears throat> roll better this time, everyone. Just roll roll higher than we did before. because No deal. Last time was bad. 21. <laughs> 24. 17. Not 20. 8. 16. 10. Okay, everybody that rolled above a 16 in your personal studies and in lore uh, lore fan- finding fact finding and in stories that you've heard and songs some of you I don't know if any of you have ever been there but uh, you've heard of tales of the Feywild um, which is a uh, a land of fantastical creatures and colors often of, of um, extreme nature and these trees look very Feywild um, in, in their origin um, has anybody ever been to the Feywild? None no, of these characters have gone summon. as far as we know, but I mean, you might have gone in previous, like, you know, it's possible. Uh, Theo can summon creatures from the Feywild. So it's very so. it's very familiar to you, Theo. Yeah. yeah. The, the sort of colors and, 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 and even just the, the shape of the trees and, and even of the, just this room and of the energy from the spires, it's it's more and more and and as you think back to these different challenging the fawn the goblins the uh, you know the the sort of fantastical lions that you saw it's like this whole th- place is very fey in nature very on brand yeah for some reason it's very fey wildian yep Polly, you never really told us what it was that we were looking for 
that that is um that is because I I don't um I don't fully remember it myself. DM DM clarification. It, it was I I don't uh I was told what it was, or I was told what it was going to be used for possibly. So you do remember that you were told what you were looking for, but you don't remember what it was. And you remember distinctly having like, I'm looking for something that they told me to find, but then the island took it from me. So maybe I'm here to find something, but I need you to make, Kali, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. You can add four to your roll because Melbourne's nearby you. Is there a polar bear on this island? <laughs> <laughs> No, oh my smoke god. Monster? <laughs> no smoke monster. 20. 20. Yeah, 30, 20. 30, 20. As soon as you see this object, uh, a flood of memories starts coming back to you. <laughs> and you, you hear the voice of a half-elf deeper in tone with a bow on her back through, through mind communication saying, we need you, Kali, to find this artifact. We need you to find this sphere. It's a rare artifact from the Feywild. It's a unique material. And uh, you recognize this voice and it's coming back to you. You know who this is? This is Sora McIntyre. This is this is a, uh, the head of the knights. You're, you're a knight, you're a knight of the realm. You're, you're given this quest. You you were the protector of the ambassador of Manjabe. You're, you're Kali, you're, you're a high ranking knight. Um, you were told by Sora to find this unique material, which is an ancient material. It's it's said to be made from the footprints of the goddess Saloon herself, stepping into this other plane and leaving glowing uh, rocks that uh, create a glowing substance, which is referred to in the Feywild as Luminite. And it's incredibly powerful in its abilities and also its abilities to stop um, magic from forming. The last thing I'll tell you that Sora is telling you is that it's rumored and the legend says it has powers to quell magic of darkness, shadow, and death. This could be extremely useful in the coming battle if you can find this. Do you need a diamond pickaxe to mine that or? Can you just use a regular? And 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 all of this kind of floods into your as, head as it does that. What? How do I? How do the knights refer to Sora? Like commander? Like was there like a? I think it's first knight. I'll say as uh, as Kali like all these memories flood back. It's like, uh, yes, first knight. And he points and like there's a little bit more like presence in his eyes. He's still a little bit flighty. He's a drunken master, but. He points and he goes, Luminite. That's what I was looking for. Oh, your cheese back. I can feel it. Welcome back. Thank you. Uh, that's what we were looking for. That's going to be very helpful. Sora told us when we came to this. When we, she sent us to this island for that. Oh, we met her. I like her. Oh. There's this whole deal yes. with the genie and that. Well, we'll tell you later. Uh, let's, uh. Sure. All right, luminite. What's that mean? It is. It is a. It is a magical substance. Uh, some say, you know, wrought from the gods themselves. Saloon specifically has 
various powers, but in particular can stave off magical abilities and could prove useful, protective sort of magic. And I think that's what I came to this island for. Here you are in this room, looking at uh, what Kali has referred to as Luminate. What do you do? Uh, Thea will go up and uh, inspect the trees. Do they look like trees um, that are from this realm or that look like they're from this plane or anything from the trees specifically? You can give me a nature check. Eleven. Eleven. Um, these are unlike trees you ever seen in this realm or in this world. You've heard of trees from other planes and other 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 worlds in terms of like there's the realm of shadow and and there's shadow trees and, and you know death trees and things like that but this this seems more mystical and more fantastic um, so it, it doesn't seem like anything that you ever seen but it seems like there's something more to this tree than what you can sense you just can't really put your finger on did they bear fruit or flowers or anything give me an investigation check 18 18 you look up in this tree which which tree are you looking at actually let's start with the purple one since okay. it's the most unusual purple tree um you look up in the branches and you catch a glimpse of a what looks like a wooden flat slate like hanging from the branches like like kind of gripped in you know several branches are kind of wrapped around it and sort of grabbing it and covering it Hmm. Could I climb to it or reach it with my uh, shepherd's crook? It's it's pretty high up. It's it's about like 15, 16 feet up, so you can climb. Sure. I'll climb a little bit and use my shepherd's crook to okay. see if I can bat that out of the tree. Make, uh, make an athletics check for me. You guys see Theo climbing up this tree. Uh-oh. Five. <laughs> um, it's... The branches are kind of spread out a little bit, and uh, as you try to get up and you're, you're hanging... And you got your hook, and then you you drop your crook, uh, uh, but you're kind of grabbing it. It's, you're in this particular area where you probably should have taken a left back at that last branch, and now your arms are all the way up and grabbing on the next branch, and your feet are all the way stretched, and you're on your tippy toes, and you're kind of like, uh, I don't really have a move here. <laughs> um, okay, uh, somebody give me a boost here. There's something in this tree. Melvin will come and help him. Okay, give me a strength check with disadvantage because you're you're wearing heavy armor. Ice disadvantage? No, the the owl will help. I mean if it could if the owl could pull it out of the tree. Eighteen. <laughs> I'll, okay. I'll send the owl up to help and like tug on him and then yes, realize Oh, maybe the owl could just get Okay, so uh, Melvin gets uh, like climbs up pretty deftly, even with the armor, and and pushes up Theo. And as they're uh, climbing, the owl kind of flies up in front of Theo's face, and then kind of pauses for a second, then flies around and goes to the slate that that Theo is looking at. And actually, as it's doing that, it flies around and it actually goes to a different one. And and you look up and you see this owl, and it's and it's um, the purple tree has four purple. Uh, slates in different branches um so it the owl actually grabs goes to one and grabs it and pulls it up and flies back to igneous and on this and on this 
purple slate. Uh, the sort of bark slate is a is a carving of a of a unicorn head. Uh, look at this. I'll send the owl to get the other ones. Fly or no? So it's it's a it's a purple. It's a purple slate, and it has a unicorn head. Um, the 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 owl goes and flies and grabs it, tries to grab the other one. Um, go ahead and make a strength check, Igneous. This one's a little bit more wrapped up. For me or the owl? For for you, I'm gonna I'm gonna use your uh, three. Three. Uh, the owl has trouble getting the second one. Um, it flies over to another one and uh, successfully grabs uh, grabs the, uh, uh, a third one and brings it back. This one has a purple dragon head. And then do you want it to try to grab the fourth one? Yes. Okay. I'll say by that point, um, Theo makes it up to the one that was the owl was having trouble with. Go ahead and make a strength check. <gasps> Two. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a hard angle you're pretty high up and you're having trouble getting these it's just like it's like one of those knots that's like oh what how can i get this uh, okay get your bird over you, here you just see like you Igneous. The, the vines and the branches and the twigs and stuff are covering up the drawing so you can't even see what it is it looks like it has something round underneath but it's it's kind of hard to tell um the owl goes over to the fourth uh slate and um, Igneous, go ahead and make another strength check. The bird's not that strong either. Sorry. And ten. Ten. Um, it it pulls at it a little bit. It gets caught. The owl sort of has to go back a few times. You just see it flapping kind of wildly. And eventually it manages to pull it out. And it flies back. And this one has a purple goblin head. Similar to the goblin heads you saw before. All right, we got another goblin. Uh, got a horse with a spiky thing in its brain, and uh, it looks like a dragon. That's a dragon, right? I mean, what's that third one say, Theo? Fourth one. What's that? What's that one up there say, Theo? Well, hold on, I can't get it out. Just hold on. Yeah, try again. To... Okay, give me another strength check. Ten. Ten. Uh, it takes a little bit of finagling. You manage to loosen some branches, break a couple of things. You feel really bad, like breaking a living creature, and you know, and it's it's, it's you're like, oh, nature. <laughs> uh, but eventually, you manage to wiggle it free, and you pull the slate forward. Um, Melbourne is underneath you, so you could drop it or throw it or just come down. But what is it? Let's you see. Manage to come down, and this is a. Um, this is a creature that looks very familiar because it's the same sort of shape and um, configuration as your ally Boone, which is a beholder. There's a nasty one on this. It's another beholder. Well, that's interesting. What about the uh, other tree? Should we check those out? Maybe there's other slates. Another beholder? What do you mean? Oh, we're friends with a beholder. Oh. That's like he's, nice. he's Yeah, he's friends. Don't usually meet friendly ones. Melbourne and Theo, you you all see the the glow of the luminite, and it's it's beautiful and it's 
It's uh, like nothing you've ever seen before. I, I need you both to make a wisdom saving throw. 18. 18. Okay. It's it's really tempting. You really want to go over and, and check it out, but something you're just like, okay, hold on. Let's, let's see if we can figure out some more information here. I'm sorry. I was mildly distracted by something I had to deal with. Uh, That's okay. These all came out of one tree? It's all came out of one tree. Which tree was it? This is the purple tree. This is the purple tree, okay. Which is down close to the luminite itself. There's also, in the triangular sense of the room, there's also three other trees that are at each point on the highest level. We'll check those out. Igneous will check one of those out. Climb it. I'll go check out another one. I'm a very good climber. Have I mentioned that? Okay. Igneous is now feeling fairly competitive with Deidre about climbing because she smoked him going <laughs> up the mountain. So okay. as All she right. starts to move towards the other one, he like goes faster and tries to beat her. All right. Let's have a, let's have a um, athletics check. Uh, athletics for both of you. Do I get advantage because of my climbing ability? Both of us are dexterity characters. Well, the first one is just to see who gets to the tree okay. first. Oh, okay. So, Deidre, which which color are you heading towards? Green, yellow, or yellow. red? Nine. Sixteen. Okay. Sixteen. And Igneous, you rolled a yes. nine? Okay. Deidre deftly gets over to her oh, tree. Oh, so fast! You, you have a little bit of color, like, ooh, should I go after... Should I go after the red? Should I go after the green? Oh, I'm not sure. Uh, oh, rats. You know, <laughs> and you finally make up your decision going after the red one, right? Because um, it's, it's your mm-hmm. color, and you kind of, like, go over to it. But uh, she beat you, and uh, you managed both to, I'm not just going to have you roll for it, but I'll, I'll say that both of you are pretty nimble and you can climb up. As this is happening, Kali and Yeni, you look at that luminite. Kali especially, you're, you're, this is your mission. I need you, all to, you both to make a wisdom saving throw. Is a 14 going to do it? Is a 7 going to do it? <laughs> <laughs> Um, Seven huh? goes into fourteen twice, baby. Hey, so rolling like a DM. Over both here. of you see this, and you kind of look at each other, and you're like, "Well, they're going after the trees. Let's go after the luminite." And you both rush down, leaping down these big steps, and you're like, "Ha ha ha ha!" And and you're jumping down, trying to see who can get to this first. Um, Igneous and Deidre, you manage to pull out uh, two of the slates. Um, they, they have similar symbols on them as, as before. This time, you know, Deidre, you're pulling out a yellow unicorn head and a yellow dragon. Um, and Igneous, you have like a yellow, or sorry, a red beholder and a red dragon. Um, and you're in the tree high up. Yeni and Kali, you both reach the Luminite. What would you like to do? You really want it. I'm trying to remember our friends that were at the temple. We had the beholder, we had the dragonborn. The what was Lucky's? Lucky's a winter Aladrin. The winter Aladrin like is the, a, like a frog. Like a frog. Okay, I guess those don't match up as much as I thought. Maybe they did. That would have been. Uh, this idea. was this was my mission, so I'm I'm gonna just grab the luminite. Okay, you grab the luminite. Uh, you feel a little little tug from the light, and as soon as you pull it out of the light, the light goes away, fades. <laughs> You hear this behind you, far up from where you came in. 
doors close. Ooh. And as the doors reach their final destination of shutting off and sealing the room, each of the trees start to rumble. Roots become uprooted, and Igneous and Deidre, you feel a shifting underneath you. Theo, are you still on the tree? Oh, uh, no. Okay, you've I come down. I would have gotten down to, to look at the runes. You and Melbourne have come down, and you're looking at these slates, and, and but you feel this tree uprooting in front of you, the purple tree. These stubby, four-feet-tall legs kind of get formed out of roots with tendrils kind of flailing around a little bit and twisted gnarled faces form from the bark and the knots and they all look at you and they see Kali with the the luminite and they go and they start shifting and moving their way I need all of you to roll initiative oh boy Hey there, it's time for some announcements, and this is Chris Daly, your Dungeon Master for Season 5. I hope you guys are enjoying this season. It is getting really interesting, and we are a few weeks out from what you're listening to right now. Um, It's just going to get even better and better, so we've been having a lot of fun with it, so I hope you enjoy it. Um, So every episode this season, I've been mentioning some tools that are great for DMs and players. This week, we're going to mention another DM tool, which is called The Alexandrian, which is a blog run by Justin Alexander. This is mostly for DMs, but there are some resources for players as well. Um, It's mostly just a lot of articles about being a better DM, running games better. It's not just for Dungeons & Dragons too. There are some other types of uh, gaming systems as well. So there are there's a whole section called Game Mastery 101, which I highly recommend checking out. That's the price of admission alone. Uh, it's worth it. And the price of admission is free because it's a blog. So if you don't feel like going over to YouTube and watching a bunch of, frankly, hit or miss quality videos, because there are some lot of good stuff about being a better DM and being a good uh, D&D player, but there's a lot of bad stuff on YouTube. And this is really good content if you just want to read it uh, or have your computer read it to you. Uh, but it's thealexandrian.net. And I definitely recommend that. Hey, if you do like our podcast, and we sure hope you do, head over to your podcast app of choice, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Podbean, whatever it is, and leave us a five-star rating and review. Uh, you can leave a comment or you can just li- just leave a five-star rating or whatever rating you like, but we hope it's five stars. Uh, if you like the show and uh, it just we want to get the word out, um, we love reading comments. We will read every single one of them. Uh, we'll read it on on the announcements if you leave us one because we, we're cool like that. So um, take a minute and leave us a comment. Um, it just helps the algorithm. It helps people discover the show. We really appreciate it very, very, very much. If you also want to head over to Public. And check out our swag. You can search for Knights of the Roll Table, and there are various things, t-shirts and prints and stickers and even masks that you can get with uh, the Knights of the Realm logo. There's a Knights of the Roll Table logo. There's a Hydration is Very Important t-shirt, which is very popular. Um, so head on over to Public and search for Knights of the Roll Table. If you do like playing D&D and need some character art, consider checking out my Patreon that's me, Chris Daly, my Patreon. I have one at patreon.com slash dungeonheads. My code name is dungeonheads on all social media. And uh, Patreon is my main 
hub of choice. So if uh, you are in need of character art, I have created a library of character art that grows each and every week with more variations on all different characters. I am reaching the 100 character mark that I started in February of this year, and it's just continuing to grow. So check out my stuff at patreon.com slash dungeonheads. I'm also uh, on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. You can see me make some really stupid videos and share some of the artistic process on some of those. But consider going over to Patreon and checking out the library. A lot of the music on the podcast comes from Arcane Anthems and Tabletop Audio. Our good friend Weston runs Arcane Anthems where you can get custom designed music that you can download for free. But if you pay a little bit and subscribe to his Patreon, uh, you can get loops and master files and higher quality audio and uh, suggest the types of anthems that he should create next. Uh, Plus, you get to support one of our friends and somebody that was on the show for a couple of seasons. So definitely check out Arcane Anthems. And Tabletop Audio is really great. They do ambiance music as well as some background music as well. And you'll hear both of those lovely auditory sounds throughout uh, the season as well. Hey, we know we are not the only Tabletop RPG and D&D actual play podcast out there. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being a fan. If you are not a fan, thank you for at least listening and pretending that you're a fan. (laughs) And thank you for being part of the D&D RPG podcast community. Don't forget to go out and make life an adventure. Okay, so Igneous, you're up first. Um, You're right in this big red leafed tree it's a, with a gray bark and it's shifting around um what would you like to do does it have like you've got you've gotten two out of the four runes okay um does it have like a face did eyes open up or is the tree just moving uh, it, I'll say you can't tell on yours, but you can see from the other ones that they do have kind of arms, legs, uh, and faces. Um, you, you, it's a little hard to tell from yours, but you definitely see like a kind of like shifting around underneath you. And it's taking everything you have to hold on. Okay. What I want to do, and it might not all fit in the turn, would be hit it three times preferably in like eyes and appendages and then you step of the wind to disengage with a key point which also doubles my jump distance but also I have all my movement so I'd like to like hit it kind of like try to grab the last two uh, plates and jump really far away okay uh, awesome. grabbing the last two would be an action probably wise to rather than hit it use the action to action and movement to grab the last two and step of the wind to disengage and jump yeah super fun okay so uh i'm gonna say make a in this case it's gonna be a sleight of hand because you are trying to outmaneuver a moving tree and kind of s- s- take it from now uh, awaken branches and whatnot Move it around. i rolled a one six <laughs> no <laughs> Skills. 
Oh, natural one. Okay, so you go to grab it, and, and you manage to grab on one, but you slip, and you fall a couple of branches, and you kind of crack, 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 crack. Uh, do you still want to use Step of the Wind to disengage, or do you want to, you want to stay in the tree? Um. So was that my action, but a failed action? And failed action. Part of my movement? Yeah. Um, uh, it, it didn't. Falling is not part of your movement. <laughs> Well, I was just thinking going towards the plate. I think having failed, he would stay okay. in there. Um, which means, do I have another action that would be good to take? Let me see. He can do uh, patient defense. You can spend a key point to take the dodge action as a bonus action on your turn. There you go. So I'll use a key point to dodge as a bonus action, and so that will... Got it. Aid my ability to hang in. All right, Kali, you are up, followed by Yenny. May I clarify? Did the runes? Is there one tree not moving? All of them are moving. Okay. So the the last tree that no one engaged with was the green tree, mm-hmm. which was farthest away from the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's moving basically behind you, um, towards you. Okay, and so the that green one would be the closest one to me. Correct. All right. Um, I also need you to make. A perception check. Ooh, 12. Okay, that'll do it. Uh, you notice on the doors, because the doors closed as soon as that happened, you kind of, oh no, the doors. You notice that there is something carved on the door that that got shut, that wasn't there before. I will... Huh. Well, that's got me curious. I I think I'm a I think I'm about to engage the green tree, but I noticed that on the door, I have 65 to fly. Yeah. Can I make it to the? You door? could definitely get to the absolute. Then I'll I'm gonna go straight to the door. Okay. Uh, you you fly up, uh, go to the door. You're still holding the luminite. <laughs> and. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you see four symbols. Oh, each with uh, a different color. Oh no! Did the file open up? Yes. No, I'm. That's an oh no in character. Okay. <laughs> so oh no. Um, and uh, so you see in front of you, you see uh, uh, the carvings on the door. There is a red dragon. Head. There is a green goblin. <laughs> uh, there is a yellow. I did that on purpose. Uh, there is a yellow unicorn head and a purple beholder. Underneath each symbol, each rune, there is a rectangular kind of slot um, that's just about as big as some of those slates that you saw your your party pull from the trees. So knowing that. A turn is only like six seconds. I can't yell all of these, but I see all of them. And I go, I yell back. I go, first, first one I'm going to need is a red dragon. Okay. Do I have that one? I was in the red tree, right? Yes, you were in the red tree. Uh, I will say that you have the red dragon... I think I even said that. I'm not sure if I said Yeah, that. I think so. I think I, you have the red dragon and the red, I don't know, red goblin. Non-important. Other one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> you look at both of them and you're like. 
Uh, and you have the... Yeah, you have it. That's Kali's turn. Did you, do you want to use a bonus action for anything? No. Are any of the trees... The, the, have the trees, like, started a turn to me now? Since I still have the limit. Uh, th- they all follow your move. They all follow your direction. It's not their turn yet, but... but uh, Excellent. You see their eyes. See their eyes following you. Uh, I'm gonna... I'm just gonna stay there. Okay. Yeah. Yenny, you are up, followed by Theo. Got it. Um, would the tree closest to Kali at the beginning of their turn, would that be the tree that is now closest yeah. to me? Now, it's, so the green tree is its making its way down the steps. Um, it would have to pass you mm-hmm. and and head back up. It's That's its that's shortest distance to Kali, but it's definitely beelining it towards Kali. It, Got it. it. In, in its own way, uh, happening at the same time, that sort of thing. So it's behind you. You turn up. You see this green uh, elder tree kind of shambling towards you. Well, what do you want to do? Well, if there's one thing axes are good for, it's chopping some wood. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's get into some and rage. You hear? You hear the? Uh, you hear the hydraxes? Hey, are we gonna? Are we gonna do some chopping? Oh, we're gonna chop. We're gonna chop, oh, chop, chop. This. Let's do this, my friend. Uh, right. Let's go into a rage to start. And yeah, then, rage. how far away am I from the tree? Uh, right now, it is about twenty feet away from the green tree. The green tree. Uh, let's go for a sort of leaping attack. Okay. It it leaps forward, and you leap up, and it's a slow motion kind of. Yeah! <gasps> Nat 20, baby. Oh, Let's go. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I, I and Yenny, I hope you're keeping track of your axes, special abilities, too. Mm-hmm. Yes. OK, there, there will All come right. a time, but not not okay. yet. Um, All right. Here, we're just going to double up that damage. Uh, yep. Let's see. So. Oh boy! All right, let me get all the dice I need. So I believe you have two attacks as well, so you can go ahead and roll again. Yes. Are you... Oh, should I roll for the next attack now, or should I just do all my damage for this first attack here? Whichever you like. Okay. I like to have all the damage at once. Okay. But... Got it. Uh, I'll Let's roll see. for the next attack. As well. Oh, this one's just a nineteen. Mm. <laughs> that still hits. <laughs> that still awesome. hits. But wait, doesn't I forget? Does the does the Hydrax crit on a nineteen? Uh, it was not a nat nineteen. Okay, Just, uh, with, with gotcha. all my pluses. Damage for the first one. Twenty, and then okay, and then once I get the total, I double it with the. D- double your dice rolled. Got it. And then you're going to add your modifier. Okay, got it. Then let's go on the You have plus two for raging, plus plus your weapon modifier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 27 damage. <sighs> All right. <laughs> that's, that's attack number one. Okay. Now the regular damage. <laughs> Kelly, you just see this... this 
this halfling b behind you just leap in and just like chop into this tree with mad ferocity. It's like, whoa. <laughs> All right, what's damage for the second strike? Second chop. 21. They have to keep right. their rage somewhere. Slash and chop and slice into the tree, and you're going after branches and, and into the trunk. You manage actually to cut off a couple branches that are holding some of those slates. Dragon is one, goblin is two, unicorn is three, polar is four. You got unicorn and the dragon. Not get the green goblin yet, oh. uh, but you chopped off at least two of those. You kind of see that, and you're like, ah, <laughs> dealing much damage. The tree is still up, but it's hurting. It's like sap is pouring out, and it's oh, it's real nasty, and it's lost. It's lost one of its arms, nice. so to speak. <laughs> so um, there you go. Anything else on your turn? Um, I think I've done enough damage. <laughs> okay. I think you're you're good. Theo, you're up. Okay. Theo is going to uh, twirl his um, shepherd's crook around, and he's going to uh, lift it up. And as he does, he's going to cast yep. Conjure Animals, and he is going to conjure eight baboons uh, that are going to uh, appear. There you go. <laughs> he's going to say... <laughs> Okay, go and get those. Uh, go and get those slates, and uh, is going to command them to uh, go forth and climb the trees and get those slates. They are going to be at uh, sixteen. Is their initiative? So they will do that at sixteen. All right. Cool. <laughs> baboon, baboon climbing. Um, it does the. Um, casting thing happen? No. Oh. Well, if nothing happens there, then I will uh, cast Shillelagh on my uh, on my staff. Okay. Shillelagh is cast. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. You have some of the purple slates, right? You have all of the purple slates. Okay. Oh, that's right. Okay, so um, is it close enough to toss them over to where you're you're all the um, way you're all the way down in the uh, lowest level, so you're quite a ways okay. away from. Uh, you just heard Kali yell, uh, "We need a red dragon," so you can oh. yell something back to Kali. Uh, I'll just run up to where okay. where he is with all of them and be like, "I've got all the purple ones." Okay, I'll say because you're not flying uh, and you're going up, you make it about halfway on your turn. All right, next up is the purple tree. So as you start running, Melvin, uh, it actually is going to attack you twice. And, or sorry, no, uh, sorry, uh, Theo. Um, and Theo and Melvin, you guys are near each other, right? Yep. So the first one is going to be a, we'll do a slam attack on Theo, which is a 21 to hit. And that's 12 bludgeoning damage. This this large mass of vines and twigs comes slamming down on you. <laughs> and you're like, ah. <laughs> you, you keep running, but it definitely like shakes you like, what the heck? Melbin, um, 
the uh, left arm, that was its right arm, the left arm of the tree goes into the ground. It kind of like stabs itself into the ground. And then from the ground, uh, all of these little spikes, these like sort of tree spikes come up from the ground. This is a... I'm picturing, I'm picturing the end of Little Shop of Horrors. Kind of, except it's a little bit more like like skewers come up from the ground. Um, gotcha. So mm-hmm. uh, 22 to hit. That's going to hit. Okay. Make a dexterity saving throw. Natural one. Okay, so 22 piercing damage. Yeah, that's it. That's a dex. I'm rolling great today. Okay, that's, that's all right. <laughs> Melbourne, it's your turn. All right. Um, clearly, these are not ordinary trees. Uh, given my oath of the ancestors and my commitment to nature and all that, would I have any sense that these are fey trees or, like, trees of some sort as opposed to just like um, I don't know some normal natural creature as a free action I'll say give me a nature check nature or history they're actually the same uh, 15 okay so from what you know of the Feywild these, these definitely seem like Fey in nature um, they're, they're, they are alive they're not like constructs from, from what you know about constructs and like things that are unnatural. They, they seem alive or awakened, if you will, but um, they, they seem to be moving of their own volition. And, like they, they have some sort of purpose. Like they were put here to guard possibly this stone that, that's here or, or to prevent falling into the wrong hands. You, you get a sense that like they're here for purpose. I'm not quite sure what that is, but but they, they are, this will they are real trees, but they're, but they're just... They're just awakened trees so wait so they're not i don't think they're fey trees specifically they're, they're real fey trees i mean you okay i'm gonna try this it's okay. probably a wasted action but i'm just gonna try it uh, i want to do turn the faithless which is a channel divinity thing which will turn fey or fiends um and effectively it's like turn undead but for those things okay um so it's with it's a 30 feet and they have to beat a wisdom saving throw um Yells out some sort of ancient words. Uh, get away, trees, anciently. Uh, um, and then uh, they would have to beat uh, 16 on a wisdom saving throw if they are fey or fiends. Uh, it rolled a natural one. Ouch. So, and it is a it is a fey huge plant. So it's going to run away. Is that what happened? Says. Okay, so it, it, uh, it just looks at you and for one minute or until it takes damage and it uh, has to spend its turn trying to get away from me Okay. Um, and can't take reaction when we use fashion. Okay. So it kind of looks at you and, and like <laughs> kind of like shields itself a little bit and uh, just you know, backs up a little bit and it's, it's going to use its movement and it's, it's movement. But um, if any of the other trees are within 30 feet, they would also be there. They are not. They are farther up away from the cool. earth. So, yeah, good one. Okay, that'll do. Okay. Uh, next up is the yellow tree, which I believe is Deidre's tree. 
Okay. The yellow tree is uh, sensing that you're near it. It's going to use its movement to move towards Kali in the center. It gets almost, almost all the way, uh, but not quite to Kali. But I'm still in it. You're still in it. So it's shifting, shifting. I'm going to say you're deft uh, enough to get a hold on this and uh, not fall out. But it is shifting you around a little bit. Um, and it's basically just using its movement. Uh, doesn't have a. It's a little slower. It, it only has uh, 20 feet of movement. But it's uh, Kali's about um, 50 feet away. Uh, so it moves its way there, and as it's moving, it kind of feels in its branches. It's kind of reaching up, and it's going to try to grab you and slam you to the ground. So this is slam attack. Ooh, it rolled a natural 20. A <laughs> uh, natural 20 from a tree. So it it's going to grab you by the leg and throw you down. And you take 21 points of bludgeoning damage. Ooh. Can I use my uncanny dodge to have that? Sure. So, Ow. what did I say? 21? 21. So, so I'm going to take 10. Okay. All right. Uh, so it does that, and then it's going to use its second attack to... Yep, it's going to also do the skewer maneuver, because that's a 60 feet range. So it's going to stab its left arm into the ground and thorny vines stick up. Uh, I need Deidre and Kali to make a dex save. Ten. Nine. Uh, you both are going to take 15 points of piercing damage. All right, that's the yellow tree. The green tree, which is fighting with Yenny, is going to continue to fight with Yenny and try to make its multi-attack. Um, it's going to, it's, it's pretty weak right now. So it's actually going to use one of its reactions to, uh, form a leaf shield, uh, from its right arm. It kind of goes, and all of these leaves and sticks and brambles and everything sort of form a shield and it raises its AC a little bit. And then it's going to try to pierce you with a, um, kind of a, a skewer of, of branches and vines with the piercing with its left hand. Oh my gosh. I rolled another nat 20 for this one. Yikes. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Wow. Yenny, you take 44 points of piercing damage. <laughs> Ouch. Halved, halved right? Because he's raging? Yeah. yeah. That is halved? Piercing. Yeah, is it piercing damage? Got it. Yeah, so that's half. And then, you okay, lucky half. And then <laughs> we still, before we went through the portal, we got some temporary Ooh. hit points. Is that right? Am I remembering that right? I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got like four. Yeah, it was from the Hero's Feast. Yeah. And it. it was lasting okay. 24 hours. I got poisoned earlier. Well, you got poisoned damage. You didn't get poisoned. Six. Mm. 72. There we go. Okay. All right. Next up is Deidre. Hey. So I've been whacked around by a tree. Yep. Thrown to the ground. You're out of the tree. Um, you did get two of the uh, of the slates, I think I said. So of the yellow 
you got the goblin and the unicorn. I'm gonna, like, I'm still a little woozy because I just got smacked to the ground by a tree. I'm like, hey, just like hold him up. I got a thing. Kelly, you see her hold up uh, yellow goblin and yellow unicorn. Unicorn! <laughs> How am I close to the little slat thing? You're not close enough to the door, but you're, uh, I think I said, 30 feet away from Kali. Um, so you could move or you can try to throw it. Um, I'm a pretty good aim. So I'm going to need it. You're going to throw it right in the slot? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... It, that was the foreshadowing with the arrow earlier. <laughs> All uh, those years of Deidre playing disc golf are finally going to pay off. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess. I don't. Th- well, you're at a weird. Like, it's it's to the side of you, so yeah. No, I, I was. You can I was throw it at Kali. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you kind of like just frisbee golf it, you know, towards Kali, and the yellow unicorn slate kind of goes flying. It comes skidding to your. Actually, monks have a pretty cool like projectile ability. Yeah. So I'll say that is my fast hands. Because basically, yeah, cool. Then I'm going to stab this tree. Go for it. After I've done that. Because that's what every girl wants to do. Carve your name into the tree, Buck. All right, well, that's a 23 to hit. That hits. 12 damage. Oh, all right. Stabbing the tree. It just kind of loses some leaves and they come floating down on top of you. Every little bit. All right. Um, the red tree, which Igneous is in, in, it's going but to dodging. make its twenty feet of shambling movement. Um, <laughs> kind of moves you around. <laughs> uh, you're also going to be able to hang on, but uh, even though you're kind of like you're down a couple branches, as it's moving towards Kali, it's also going to try and slam you. <clears throat> Twenty-five to hit. So because I'm dodging, that means it has disadvantage. Oh, okay. 19 to hit. Hope it helps. Oh, that's close. I am AC. Let's go. I am AC 18. Ah, just got you. Slammed. Slammed. Uh, 15 points of bludgeoning damage. Oh, so am I out of the tree now? Yeah. So it grabbed you That's and right. slammed you down. I'm actually actually gonna say it's hanging onto you and it slams you into itself. It just, oh. <laughs> just like a like a ragdoll. Um, and then its second one, it's gonna take its left hand, holding you oh. up upside down, and it's gonna try to pierce you. Still with disadvantage? Or is that only was that only for the first attack? Yes. Yeah, I think dodge for your turn, you impose disadvantage, so. For like the next turn. This is still part of the turn that okay. I'm dodging. So, uh, 19 to hit. Dang it. <laughs> 18 AC. These things have a plus 10 uh, mm. for their attack. 25 points of piercing damage. Mm. Ow. <laughs> and uh, it, it's 
closer. It's within 30 feet of Kali, but it's not quite there. Top of the round, Igneous, it's your turn. Igneous is looking very beat up. Uh, after this is Kali. Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. Baboons. Um, they can go. They can go. At the so, end. Uh, well, before Deidre, um, there's eight baboons. They each disperse. Um, now we already know that some of the, some of the things, you know, some of the slates have already been uh, taken. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, we got the purple ones. Purple ones. No wait. Halfway. I got them. They're already there. They're halfway there. Right. Yeah. Pur- are you purple are all gone? So you have the purple ones. And we know ones. the red dragon is, is out. Uh, I don't think we knew the yellow and no one's gotten anything from the green. Kelly has the yellow one. Um, so we'll just say the baboons climb up the trees. Uh, they're they're grabbing. They're like, they're just grabbing. All, I'm like making all these bad. Can I get some baboon noises? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's good. Hubble, we'll use Hubble. That in post. <laughs> Between all of these baboons and they're just, the trees are like, um, they grab the remaining slates. And with their movement, what's the baboon? It speed? is uh, 30 feet of uh, 30 feet and a climb of 30 feet as well. So because of where you are, uh, they managed to grab from the purple and green tree, they grab the remaining slates from the other two, the, let's say, splitting it up to two baboons per tree. The other four baboons are making their way to the to the trees. They don't quite get there, but they're on their way. But you do, but they do get the other, um, are taken. Cool, and I the, uh, um, will message them, bring them over here, or, or uh, bring them to uh, Kali. Him over there, yeah. <laughs> and they kind of nod like like the monkey does really quickly. Um, and that's going to be their turn, uh, but they have their marching instructions. All right, Igneous, you're up, followed by Kali and then Yeni. Ono the owl can take the help action. Okay. So Ono's flying around and will like fly by the tree, hassle it a little bit to distract it, and I will... This is probably not necessary, but I'm pretty upset at the tree, so I'm going to punch it a little bit before I jump out of it. Yeah. Uh, so Let's Punch that red tree. Oh, first attack is a crit. Oh. That wasn't even with the help action, but that'll that'll get used anyway, so uh, critical hit. Um, damage will be uh, damage will be 12 from that. And I'm going to hit it two other times. Whack it again to the quarterstaff. That's a 22 to hit. It hits. And damage will be another 9. So we're a total of 18. Yep. No, more than that. 21. Yep. And then one final send-off shot with my... Wait, I don't know. I think I have that. I have a bonus action. You have, two attacks. You have flurry of blows, which is two attacks. Oh. Yeah, but I want to use my bonus action to step of the wind and... Oh, okay. Disengage. So that would just be those two attacks. So then he is a step of the wind, which allows him to disengage and not get attacked as he leaps out of the tree with twice his regular jump distance. So he's gonna jump as far as it takes to land near Kali and hand him the red dragon. Alright. <laughs> uh, and you get right next to Kali. Sorry, I have to leaf. Oh, and the tree just gnarls <laughs> its bark at teeth at you. Just, oh. um, 
And as you're leaping through, you see these these baboons kind of shimmering towards the red tree. They're <laughs> still the? looking to, like, what the? <laughs> All right, um, that's your turn. Kali, you are up. I now have the yellow unicorn that I caught from Deidre, and I now also have the red dragon that Hypnias just handed me. Yes. Can I place both of them on the same turn? Uh, I'm going to hope that it, order is not important. Which which one are you <laughs> placing first? I'm going to say that since I just caught the red, or just since uh, Igneous just handed me the red one, I'm going to put that one in first. You had the yellow one first. I, I did, but I just okay. got the, that one most recently. Okay. So I'm imagining that it's a little bit more unstable. My grip. So yeah, I'm sure. Okay, got it. got it. Okay, so red one goes in first. Yeah. Um, it lights up. Yellow one goes in next. Lights up. Uh, and then with the rest of my turn, there's still a tree by me, isn't there? Uh, the, both of the trees that are flanking you are about 30 feet away at this point. Okay, great. Um, then I'll just yell, Green Goblin, Purple Beholder. <laughs> and then I see a horde of baboons coming towards me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> coming towards the trees. Okay. So they're they're woo, like pairs of baboons are like making their way and they're kind of shimmering with the fae like glimmery presence and whatnot. Uh, Yenny, yeah, they're spectral fae fae animals. Um, Yenny, it's your turn, followed by Theo and Yenny. You're fighting green, green away. Got it. Or green uh, the the tree dropped a bunch of stuff, right? Well, you cut off one of its Got arms, it. and the. Baboons took the. There's a bunch of baboons in the tree right now, <laughs> and they took they took the slates and they sort of jumped down. But they're just kind of they're looking at you, and one of them's like picking up beetles. Oh, okay. Baboons are none of my business. I gotta I gotta take down this tree. <laughs> yep. Go. Eight. That's not gonna hit. Eight's gonna miss. <laughs> How about a three? Is that gonna hit? <laughs> oh, three's gonna miss too. Now, so so Yenny just gets you, you. say baboons are not uh, concerned, but at the same time you trip over <laughs> one baboon and you, ah, God, you swing and you swing again. The baboon's like ah ah, and it kind of bears its fangs at you, and you're like ah ah, and you bury your fangs at it, and and it just becomes this sort of like get out of the way, baboons. Um, so unfortunately, you do not hit Theo. You are up um, after, and then the purple right, tree. I'm going to continue then... running towards so Theo, uh, Kali to get that uh, purple. I'll be kind of sorting through, looking at the all the purple ones I have to find the purple beholder, and then uh, we'll hand that off. You, yeah, you make it. You make it the rest of the way, or, and you hand it. Uh, I mean, yeah, you can either put it in yourself, or you can. I'll put it in there. Great, I'll put it in the purple beholder slot. Okay, you put it in, and the purple beholder on the wall lights up. Cool. Uh, will I still have time for an action? Yeah. I mean, up to you. All right. Yes. Um, I'm going to cast Mass Cure Wounds. Actually, I'm going to use my bonus action to uh, put out the unicorn totem which will uh, be a 60 foot radius then I will also do uh, mass cure wounds 
Uh, 31. Everyone heals 31. Okay, yes. so that's... So not everybody, Everyone but so that's feet. Kali, Deidre, Igneous. Needed. And that's it. Sorry, Yenny. Yenny and, Yenny and Melbourne do not get that. They're... they're uh, 31. All right. That's it. Second turn. Purple tree followed by Melbourne. Purple tree is still near Melbourne. It's going to attack Melbourne. Uh, no, it's turn. Remember? Oh, it's turn. That's right. So it cannot attack you. So it's going to use its 20 feet of movement to run around um, and try to make its way up um, the path. That's all it can really do. I think when it gets... Um, it's going to use the dash action to move another 20 feet. So it, that's that's what it's going to do. Melbourne, you're up. Cool. Um, how is Deidre? Deidre, how are you looking after that healing? Are you still... I'm good. Almost dead? Okay. Um, all right. Melbourne is going to yell out, Hey, why don't we just hit our tattoos three times and get out of here? Um... And then, uh, but in the meantime, he's going to run up towards the door. If we don't kill them all, we won't get the XP. <laughs> all right. Uh, the yellow tree, which is um, the one that Deidre was in, or near that's near Deidre, I should say, uh, is going to use its action to multi-attack. So it's going to... With its left hand, it's going to do another skewer. So I need Deidre, Igneous, and Kali to make a dexterity saving throw. 25. 27. 19. <laughs> okay. So that all, you all save. Um, you're going to take uh, 11, half of that, which is 11 points of piercing damage. So that would be like AOE, right? It's if it's a dexterity saving throw is what makes it work, which it was. So, yes, I have that too. Fine. Okay, yeah, so both of you all don't take anything. Uh, with its right hand, it's going to do a pierce attack. And 22 to hit Deidre. Yeah, that'll hit. And that's going to be 24 points of piercing damage. I would uh, like to use... Actually, you know what? That's fine. I'll just take that. Okay. I know what I'm going to do later, and it's probably really stupid. Green Tree is going to attack uh, Yenny, who is fighting. Yenny, you're going to... Uh, it's going to make a slam attack at you, and it takes it takes its, its one arm, and it grabs you and, and uh, slams down. It's going to be a 26 to hit. Yeah, it hits. And uh, you take 14 points of bludgeoning damage, but that's halved because you're raging, so seven. And uh, it's left arm, which you cut off <laughs> early. Oh, yeah, actually. <laughs> but does not have a shield anymore. Um, so it's going to just use its same arm to uh, make a stab attack. 15? It just hits. It's Ooh, 27 points of piercing damage. Have is 13. Deidre, you are up. Okay. Like I said, I'm going to do something stupid because we still need the green... We love stupid. Goblin, <laughs> right? 
Well, the so the 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 baboons actually before before your turn. Okay. The baboons make their way to the ones that have the green slate and the other baboons make their way to the yellow and red trees and they're like climbing those trees that those two are already taken care of. But the ones with the green ones uh, use their full, what's their movement again? 30 feet. Yeah. 30 and yeah. 30 climbing. So I'll say like combination of climbing steps and stuff like that. So uh, they make their way to um, Kali, uh, the, the one that has both of them with, with the green, uh, they have the four green slates. So they, they like, <laughs> they, <laughs> these four baboons run up to you and they have the four green slates. So, so the baboons hand, hand them to Kali. Um, the, the, they'll just give them to you. Now it's, now it's your, your turn. They've handed the slates to Kali or to me? To Kali. Okay. Cause, cause Theo gave him an order to give them to Kali. Got it. Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to hit the tree then. Okay. Um, because that was what I was going to do. Yeah. 21. 21 hits. That's going to be 14. And I'm not flanking, right? Mm, uh, no. Okay. Hard to flank a tree. And that's it. So, uh, so I will take the dodge. 14 points action. of damage? Yeah, 14 damage. Okay. And then for my... Uh, whatever, I'm going to do the dodge action. Okay. Finally, the red tree uh, makes its way up to Kali, and it's going to try and dab you, Kali. And the first one is going to be a 26 to hit. <laughs> and that's 26 damage. Um, that's with its one arm, and then the other arm is going to do a skewer again. So this will be the area attack. So I need Deidre, Kali, and Igneous. Um, and the baboons, I guess, technically, <laughs> to make a uh, dexterity saving. Igneous and Deidre will probably save, but Kali... Mm-mm, 14. 10. 10, but my evasion means even if I fail, I can half the damage. Okay. 26. Okay, 14 still just saves. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, damage is 8. I mean, it's 16, but then it's had, so it's 8. So Deidre takes 8. Um, I think Kali and Igneous take none. Uh, no, I, I take I, I take uh, eight. Oh, you take eight? You yeah, I don't have evasion. evasion. Oh, okay. You should. It's a monk ability. I should. I think. It's like level eight monk. I should. Somewhere around there. Well, yeah, think about maybe. it. Um, Moving on. Yeah. Uh, Igneous, it's your turn. Ooh, You're uh, right next I'm... to Kali. The baboons have handed the last slate to him. What do you? Hmm. Uh, can I just like grab it out of his hand and yeah. stick it in? Sure. I do that. <laughs> you grab it. Hurry up! Put it in the slot. The green, the green goblin lights up. The door starts to open. As the door starts to open, all of the trees that are in mid slam and mid stab and mid everything, they just kind of stop, and they calm themselves for a second and they kind of turn around and they start walking back to their <laughs> respective <laughs> positions. Wow. And the doors open and, and the room that you came through in front of you. And there's more riddles. <laughs> Welcome back. Here's another riddle. <laughs> Baboons, um, get them. 
<laughs> so, can we not just use our tattoos to go back now? We're getting the artifact. You come all this way? Have you not been paying attention? I thought we had it. I thought that's what Kali uh, grabbed. Yeah, I do have it now. Oh, I did not notice that. All right. Yes, uh, I'm afraid I'm bleeding rather profusely. So if we could return back, that would be just excellent. I'll do lay on hands on uh, Deidre and give her 10 HP. Uh, thank you, darling. Thank you all so much for your help. You you were all... That was rather incredible. Uh, will you be joining us coming back, darling? Oh, yes. I've got to get this back to the first night. I think it's going to prove to all be right. very important. Uh, I've no intention of sticking around here. Let's tap those tattoos and pick our heels. And, and Kali's kind of like... What? Like, she, like he doesn't yeah, really what? understand what you're talking about because he doesn't seem to have the memory of the instruction of the tattoos. Um, so they told us I think we could bring him back if we were like holding, holding yeah. onto him, right? All right. So trust us on this one. I'll <laughs> put right. my arm around him. So you all kind of sip. link arms, <laughs> link elbows. Uh, all of you sort of do a, a triple tap. Oh, and the baboons and my eagle, they gotta come too. Rebecca, come on! <laughs> All the Rebecca baboons. gets in the circle. Uh, the eagle, the eagle's outside. The eagle's Hang on, has the eagle been? Yeah, the eagle's cast for five hours, hopping along. Uh, the eagle's outside. It did not. It was. It was too big. But the baboons kind of jump all around. They kind of jump on some of your backs. They jump on Deidre, and they start picking like stuff out of her hair. And why? Uh, Yenny comes, Comic like, mischief. Yenny comes running up, and I, I know they would, they would try to touch her hair, and she would immediately pull a dagger. Sure. And put it <laughs> kind of jumps over to Igneous and starts putting its finger in Igneous's hair, and it's like ah ah ah, because <laughs> it's made out of fire. Uh, and as you do that, um, you <laughs> there's no place like Glorn. There's no place like Glorn. Shimmer away, and you swear. Um, Melbourne, as you do that, you see um, Peep, the, the the fawn's head, pop up one last time. And it says, wait, don't you want to know what it <laughs> and then and then you and then you go away. And that's where we will stop uh, for the night. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you, Yay. David. This is Chris. We're excited that Knights of the Roll Table is part of the Geekly Grind Podcast Network. But did you know that there are other geeky podcasts you can listen to? There totally are! Such as the anime fantasticness of Blake and Spencer Get Jumped and Comic Book Keepers, where we talk about one superhero, hero, villain, or team one issue at a time. But we also have some new baby brothers in our podcast family. Explore the vast universe of geekdom with Geek Exploration or Talking Animation's Finer Details with JD's Ink and Paint Club. So check those out today. Escape your weekly grind.